Up in the morning and out to school. The teacher is teaching the golden rule. It is 19 minutes before the hour here on the Drought Large Radio Show. We continue now with Felix Alvarado of the Straight A Academy. Innovation in education is their mantra. So whether your student, like mine, needs assistance on how to master those standardized tests that we're talking about, needs subject tutoring, private tutelage, or... And, and folks, I'm just going to tell you this now, and you can't wait till they're, you know, juniors going into their senior year. You got to start when they're freshmen, maybe before. If you're, if you know your kid is college bound and they have certain likes or dislikes, interests, strengths, whatever it is, start with somebody like Felix who will help understand, help them de- uh, define and understand what those likes and dislikes are and learn how to match them to the colleges that will best serve them. Yeah. Can't, you can't do it in your junior year going, you know, when you're starting the application process, say, hey, what school do I want to go to? And it's not as easy as you might think anymore. Trust me. I mean, it's all an industry itself. I mean, I did not visit one college that I applied to, including like Boston College, where I ultimately went to, which is just an hour down the road. You know, now somehow it's an apostasy if you don't go and visit <clears throat> the college. It's like, oh, you what? Anyway, straightA.com, straightA.com. With all the pressure, you know, to, to, for uh, on students to go to college, I mean, and, and I think oh, and it's to swimming upstream to say, no, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to find a different route. And and me as Mr. Academia, Mr. A, you know, I I promote college. I think higher learning. I think it is extremely important. It's a. I think life is. A, you know, education is a lifelong process, right? right. I mean, we, we need to be learning throughout our entire lives. So uh, it's it's not that. It's just I I know that there's different uh different paths for different people and 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 the whole push to make everybody's got to go to college yeah. has has actually now put a lot of pressure on the process and the competition to get into colleges is is a lot greater so there's a lot more involved in in the overall yeah. preparation well and you know and i think that's one of the reasons why we've been talking about the sat and standardized testing and how you think they've they've intentionally shifted from it being a college entrance exam to a high school exit exam <clears throat> That seems to be the focus, and, and that's what they're, they're pushing to to try to get all high school students to right. take it pretty so much. So what is the point? What is the validity of the test if it's going to be used, say, continue to be used, say, here in the state of New Hampshire as a, a standardized test to assess, uh, you know, assess – what are they really – what are we assessing with the SAT? Are we assessing their academic abilities? Are we assessing their ability to take a test? Are we assessing – some other ability. I mean, what is coming out of this test, especially as it's been remade in the image of the Common Core founder, David Coleman? I'm a little bit torn on this because I feel on the one hand, I I was pleasantly surprised by the test. I was expecting a lot less from it, but um, you know, a lot of the material that's in it is, is as they said, material that students have, have trained on in, in high school. Uh, but at the same time, I'm saying, but but it's just this one word here that if they don't notice this one word, that's going to trip them up, and you're not going to be able to measure if they really know how to complete the square or uh, some other operation. You know, if they get tripped over that one word, and then you're really not measuring what you say you wanted to measure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and I'm a little bit torn also because I I think it's a a good thing in the sense that you give the juniors a test that matters. Mm-hmm. Right, if you want to assess their their academic progress in their junior year, uh, previously with the Smarter Balance and and the other alphabet soup of, t- of tests that were given, 
previously students would just mark C, C, Cs. You know, they they didn't want to be bothered well, by you, this, but, and they didn't try, and, and there wasn't there wasn't much effort right. put into the test. But if you're going to test them, how about a test that really matters to them? And for the majority of the kids, taking well, the SAT would matter. To well, them. it only matters to the ones who are intent on going to college. You're right. still going to have that percentage that are like whatever, and they're going to fill in C all the way down. Is it true, by the way, that C is the uh, the most uh, the most common answer? No, no. Right. <laughs> you know, you hear that all Urban but, legend, right? And from your point of view, I mean, the you know, the should they shouldn't you you have uh, through your business, you know, you have the responsibility of teaching people how to take that test in whatever form it takes. And the SAT mm-hmm. is not the only standardized test that you mm-hmm. help people with. But I, I can't help but wonder um, why the SAT is becoming what's becoming. Uh, there's a school board candidate here in Manchester. Name is Jimmy LaHue. He's running in Ward Eight, which is the city mm-hmm. south end, and. Uh, he in a in an interview made a great point. He said, "You know, one of the biggest you know, what is the biggest issue facing education? You know what he said? The million and a half unfilled uh, jobs in the trades across this country, which because of this never-ending focus on college, 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 right. college, college for everyone, we are completely uh, ignoring and abandoning kids who otherwise would go on and be successful." In the mm-hmm. trades, skilled labor, good jobs, jobs that will always yep. be around, jobs that will always pay well, and we're, we're, we're pushing them in the wrong direction. Even my own kids uh, who are college-bound, um, you know, they are sick to death of their guidance counselors walking into their classes and talking about nothing other than college, 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 college. Is it a bad idea to take the SAT, which most people view as a college entrance exam, it's changes mm-hmm. notwithstanding, and have that be the standardized test or should there be some other measure, in your opinion – that is more reflective of where students are at and what they want to go without any sort of prejudgment or predetermination or predisposition towards college. Wow. There's a lot to address here. Uh, On the one hand... And you have seven minutes to answer. Yeah. On the one hand, I favor uh, something like the Regents test from from the state of New York way back, Mm -hmm. just one of the tests that I'm uh, familiar with. And I think that... um, you know, using like something like that as an exit test uh, would be great. However, we run into a problem, and the problem is fundamental, I think, in all aspects of society right now, and that has to do with all of our policies. What are we reflecting in it? And fundamentally, we reflect culture. Mm-hmm. And if you ask certain questions, well, then that's not being sensitive to this, and that's not being sensitive to that. And and depending how you word the question, you're going to offend somebody. And why should they know this but not that, right? So that at the end of the day, th- these standardized tests might end up reflecting culture. So that we don't end up asking them anything that is knowledge based, but we ask them how to read and we ask them how to do math. And and um, obviously these are skills, and that's that's a good thing to measure. But but uh, there's a big wrestling match over what materials get put in. Uh, the standardized test to begin with. And by the way, it's still the MCAS in Massachusetts. It is still MCAS. Okay. So, and if you look at... Which stands for Massachusetts Comprehensive Assessment System. If you look at uh, what did, what happened to Mitt Romney when he was running for president and he made what I thought was a rather innocuous statement that, hey, not all kids are going to go to college. Right. And he makes that statement and and he got excoriated in the media for and, and if he had a bad dare you suggest Johnny's not going to college. I mean he, he can if he wants, but yeah. but <laughs> yeah. if yeah, he had I mean, a backbone and, and held to his position, it wouldn't have been an issue. He, but he, he should have stood up for it. Was, yeah, that's exactly. Right. But I mean I, to me it's a statement of logic and you know, it's obvious. 
And I have students who I thought were capable of going to college who chose not to and are quite successful small business owners right now. I think in a a one student in particular, uh, he went and he started his own landscape business with like one lawnmower. And four years later, he had a crew and he had several trucks and he had no debt. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at his classmates who came out with a yep. degree, and I don't know what, with, pl- <laughs> with tons of debt to go with it. Well, well you know, and, and I've, I've had this conversation with my son, who, who has said in the past he's not so sure he wants to go right into college because uh, he's not sure what he's going to get out of it, and except a lot, potentially a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, if you want to go, go. We'll figure it out. You know, apply, do a, and uh, But the, the idea that you somehow won't be successful, you know what it really is? It's a Depression-era mentality because when the depression hit back in the 30s the ones who actually survived the hit better than anybody else were the ones who had gone to college and were in the positions um that reflected that higher education the so-called working man Mm -hmm. um uh you know got hammered and so what the the mantra became there people noticed that and so they're, they're in in my opinion is where the big push for everybody to go to college came from. Of course, you know, college is an industry and they have a vested yes. interest. And people forget that. Oh. People forget that these colleges may be, quote, nonprofit, but guess what? Oh. All nonprofit businesses still try to bring in money. They still have to, they right. still have to meet their bottom line. Exactly. So, and, 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 you know, actually though, I, I got to tell you, I think the competition for students is becoming pretty fierce. Just seeing the number of places that have sent my son you know, hey, we we've looked at whatever it is. I don't know where it's coming from. If it's if it's PSAT scores, it's SATs or whatever. Those you are know, definitely used. Yeah, you know, almost saying accepted. Please apply. We'll waive your application fee. Mm-hmm. We'll send you a T-shirt if you send away for information about our school, kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Literally, Thomas College, mm-hmm. uh, wherever that is. We'll yeah. send you a T-shirt and some other goodies if you ask for information from our college. So my son's like, well, I'll get a T-shirt, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, they've done all the actuarial work, and they and this is uh, hardcore marketing, right? Yeah. Right. Um, Which, again, reveals the fact that colleges are a business. Oh, they absolutely are. So what, what's the upshot here? I mean, you want to start a discussion on standardized testing. Right, Where so, should testing start? Where should it end? What should its purpose be? I'm sure we're going to have lots of you know time invested in that discussion <clears throat> in future segments, but let's let's get it started here. Well, I you know to me there should be two separate two separate questions. One is what do we expect the students to be able to know, and what do, what do we expect the students to be able to do, and and uh, to me, then the college entrance exam would be different than the than the high school exit exam because right. the high school exit exam should be measuring what they should know and what they should do, uh, and then the high school uh, college entrance exam should be a little bit more of the independent thinking type questions. Right, and um, so in the meantime, my job as teacher is I'm working on a program with West and Goffstown and other schools to bring training and to help give materials to the classroom teachers so that they know how to incorporate certain types of questions into their Lessons. into their yeah I'm not right. telling them what to teach of course you know they need to teach their their curriculum but they can incorporate certain types of questions that the kids will then find more familiar and be much more likely to do better on the test right. so do you do you think that high schools should be obtaining sort of on mass uh you know practice tests for the SAT and having teachers work with the kids to expose them to those tests so they get a feel for the questions and how they're asked before they take the state standardized test, 
which yeah, is the I mean, SAT. If the state, if the state requires it, they absolutely need to have exposure to it. And, and um, I think the average teacher doesn't know how to go about doing that without compromising their curriculum. And so that's what I'm trying to do yeah. is to share with them, give them exposure and experience to the SAT type questions mm-hmm. over time. Uh, without having to have the teachers fear teaching to the test, you know. Gotcha. And so, you know, we uh, no secret. We said it over and over again. My my son is, you know, taking your lessons on. Now that he's taken the test, we've got all the things that you've got all the things that you need to see where he made his mistakes and how mm-hmm. not to make those mistakes again, and mm-hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. So he's going to take them, I think, in October, right? Uh, so that he can, you know, hopefully uh, boost his scores. But uh, you know, for the, for parents out there who think their kids are college bound and think, "Hey, this is great! Now I don't have to take a Saturday afternoon. I don't have to pay seventy five bucks. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. My kid will take the SAT in school." Are they doing themselves a disservice by not, um, say, involving somebody like you who can work with their kid in advance of that standardized test, or should they be looking to do something so that once they take it as part of the statewide requirement, um, they can then somehow get the raw data like we were able to do on my son's test and bring yeah. it to you and then start the process of doing it the real and right way. Right. So at, at the end of the day, obviously, there's a huge difference between um, teaching to large group versus getting the individualized attention. Right. You know, getting individualized attention, there's no substitute for it. So me being able to sit down with your son and go through, okay, you missed this problem. What was the issue? Was it a strategy problem? Uh, you forgot to apply a strategy I shared with you. Was it you forgot the actual concept and we need to reteach that? Um, and to find out at an individual level, how do I, how do you improve? So I, I definitely would still recommend that uh, parents uh, get help for their son or daughter individually or small group. Mm-hmm. You know, because the large group, it's I'm looking to move the entire school's right uh, SAT scores. Well, and I can say but there's individuals. A individuals definitely need yeah. you know. Yeah, I can say that the group thing that you did at West High School, which you know Dominic participated in, was helpful, but certainly not like what you've been able to do with him right in the smaller side. Right. Absolutely, I mean, I, I know we we were able to measure a significant a, a a clear improvement for Goffstown as well, but uh, as a high school, but going forward, you know. Those the school wide training is is a beautiful thing. It's something I want to do because I know there are a lot of families that will not be able to support uh, afford the tuition for outside help, right. and that's why I wanted to do it. But at the end of the day, if you can, if you have the funds, absolutely uh, hire me or someone like me to help. <laughs> And he's only the one of the best in his field is rated by whatever agencies are out there to rate them. I forget what they were, but no joke. He's actually one of the best in the country. And uh, I can attest to the methods so far as being helpful. So Felix Alvarado of Straight A Academy, thanks for being with us here this morning in the Is Our Children Learning segment here on Draw at Large. Always good to be with you, Rich. All right. StraightA.com is where you can learn more about how they innovate and educate, whether it's in the preparation for standardized tests, subject tutoring, college selection, and private tutelage, plus oh, so much more. <sighs> StraightA.com. We're going to take a final check for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, a preview of tomorrow's dizzy, busy show. Stay with us. All right. The uh, show starts bright and early tomorrow. Ellen Kolb from 40 Days for Life will be in studio in the 6 o'clock hour. Mike Bistany and the boys from Auto Care Plus join us in the 7 o'clock hour for Fitness Effects and Auto Care Corner. Al Caprillion joins us for the weekend weather. Will Maria huff and puff and blow our house down? 
We'll find out. And then James Patrick Riley will hopefully be with us for the history segment. That and we have some audio fun we're going to be playing for you tomorrow. There are some folks in the city of Manchester who are gifts that keep on giving, like uh, Christopher Herbert, among others. <sighs> for the entire team here at Toronto Large, I am your ever humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business and let them know you heard about them on Gerard Large. It matters. Be good, everyone.